Welcome to Reboot or Rewind, a podcast in which we talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and the reboots that are bound to happen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ty. And let's rewind back to 1993 and watch Living Single. What you talking about, Will? You got it, dude. You little nasty. Hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> okay, Ty. So, um, Living Single was an iconic 90s show. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with it. But for those who aren't or, that, or need a little bit of a refresher, can you give us a quick description of the show? Yeah, sure. So, Living Single is a TV sitcom created by Yvette Lee Browser, who also produced um, past podcast episodes of um a different world and executive produced dear white people so you know she's not you know she's not new to the podcast um her work is not new to the podcast um it aired for five seasons on fox from 1993 to 1998 and it centered around khadija played by the wonderful and talented queen latifah and her friends while living in a brooklyn brownstone which you kind of get the feel of what it is through the theme song which i miss i miss a good yeah. theme song about the show fresh prince has one the, the nanny, nanny has yeah. one like i want a theme song that kind of encapsulates what the show is right it was really like a 90s thing to have just these fantastic bops for theme songs that tell the story of the characters and just get stuck in your head i, I do feel like we miss that now um mm-hmm. we don't have these um tracks that are like specifically about and made for the shows yeah like we get like instrumentals that maybe like Mm -hmm. are iconic but even then now we don't even get that it's just yeah the show and it's like i want i want some pizzazz like get me ready get me geared into it i want to get back into the world and the theme song does that i think binging kind of ruined that because yeah i probably wasn't you know in the early 2000s because I was a baby we were babies um or not even born yet um when this show came out but I wasn't watching like 20 episodes in a row so yeah. of course the theme song is gonna get like annoying right. but it's still nice to have so when I want to go back and you know have it I have it you know but yeah yeah because I mean it definitely is something that I think we've only recently lost because even 2000s teen shows had I mean Zoe 101 one-on-one like that's a raven it, it was very typical to have a like really catchy theme song but you're right i think binging shows and the the culture of streaming has just completely rid us of the need for a theme song we skip it we have the option to skip intro every time but i mean i don't know when i binge watch shows like this when i watch several episodes of living single in a row i i look forward to the theme song coming yeah. up i'm bopping to it like like it's a '90s kind of world. I'm glad. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just so fun. I'm like dancing a little bit. It's a nice little break. Um, so I don't know. I think we can. I think we can bring that back. But I think just yeah, just some people don't have patience for it now that we watch episode back to episodes back to back like we do. Um, Which the theme song was also written by Queen Latifah. So when I say talented, talented, multiple yeah. exclamation points. <laughs> Um, but this was a great show. I, mm-hmm. I, um, I think it was so well done 
and we, you know, we can talk about this when we talk about characters, but just like, the, I don't think there's a single character that I didn't like on the show. <laughs> they all have, <laughs> and it's one of those things where they all have their flaws, I guess, quote unquote, but they were so lovable and you could see why they're friends. And I think this is mm-hmm. where the key is, is that a lot of shows you're like, why are they friends? Yeah. You know, like what came about to make them friends? Whereas this is like, I can see exactly why they're friends, what whole, or like, you know, yeah. Each of them are filling up, you know, and why they're still together, even after fights and stuff, why they mm-hmm. can come back together and, you know, be continually being friends. And you don't see that with a lot of shows, especially um, nowadays, but even in general, like, you're just like, mm-hmm. people will be, <laughs> which is part of the charm, but also, you know, a head structure. Yeah. Oh, who who do you think was your favorite character? <sighs> now that it's we've a- established that we <laughs> like them all, <laughs> who's your favorite? I, I can't. Um, um, I'm going to. Uh, okay, it's going to have to be a tie with Saint Clair and Overton. I think they were just so cute. really. Yeah, I okay. love Max. I love Max. Maxine Shaw, Atonia Law. Like yeah. I love that. But, and I loved Khadija. I loved all of them. I loved all of them. All of them. But I think <laughs> what made this show really cute was was their relationship and, you know, how it blossomed and stuff like that. And I just love a good, sincere character, too. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Sinclair is, like, one of the more um, wholesome characters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's just like a really good person. Um, like she gets stressed out when anybody around her is stressed out or hostile mm-hmm. when anybody's in a fight. So yeah, she's a really good character. And Overton is too. Mm-hmm. Do you know um, who she reminds me of? Who? Which is also because she's also my favorite character. Maybe I have to go back and like look at them side by side. But Rose from Golden Girls, which is okay. also my favorite yeah. character on, <laughs> on Golden Girls. So I could see why. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think she's, uh, she's good. I th- I think when when you said you had a tie, I was expecting you to say like two of the main girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was surprising to hear you say Sinclair and then Overton too. Because uh, I was thinking like, because like, Khadija is my favorite mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she, I think <laughs> well, and I I love the whole like character arc of the the strong willed like person who who eventually like breaks down into the high anxiety and the tension mm-hmm. of her many roles and and who she mm-hmm. is for her friends and stuff. Um, and having to like learn how to deal with that. So I, I think I really connect with her storyline. Um, but I think she's just a fun character. So I, uh, so I was expecting to say like Sinclair and Khadija. But the, um, so the role was made for Queen Latifah. So mm-hmm. I could see they, so they put a lot of, she had a lot of like, you know, input and stuff into yeah. her role. And so like, I feel like that's why it just feels so natural and lived in. Cause they took some stuff from Queen Latifah. I, if I was going to say a tie, like if I can put Overton and Sinclair as a as a mm-hmm. unit, then we all will be Max. I love Maxine. <laughs> well, what's interesting is like she, I I love Max too, but she also kind of reminds me of what the nanny did with Cece Babcock. Mm-hmm. Like I think we talked about this with the nanny is just kind of creating this um character who's more interested in her job and success and so because of that mm-hmm. she can't 
like be romantic and all, can't like mm. be emotional. Like she finds it hard to even tell Kyle that she loves him. I guess, and this could be, I think for living single, Maxine had a better tie into the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she did more. And also, so I think you can, was able to, it was more to her reason for being there than to be that person. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like with CC, like that's kind of, like she was just the foil to the to the nanny. Like the nanny was fun mm-hmm. and vibrant. And then CC Babcock was the, you know, beige lady who was too stuck <laughs> into her work and stuff like yeah. that. And, and the quips, like Maxine and her quips. Like, I love them. Her comebacks, chef's kiss. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, she's definitely funny, but I, I think yeah, I think it's it's good that they didn't just like solely make her a comic relief character. Mm-hmm. You know, she did still have her moments, and she still did have a tie into the group, like you said. Like she was still a good friend, and um, yeah, we saw her there as an equal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a, like a CC Babcock thing where she just came in every now and then for the punchline and then left. Um, mm-hmm. Like she didn't feel like a, the butt of the joke, mm-hmm. uh, like Cece did. But I still, I, I wish we could kind of extract that trope from the '90s shows. Is the the whole like power hungry woman who mm-hmm. is compared to a man too much and um, ha- is sacrificing family and love for work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I, but I think Max is a great character. Yeah, I do feel like Regine. They like they kind of push her to the side a lot in this series. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they give her a lot of the main storylines like they do the other women. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of the ones I remember the most, I think, was with Regine. Like, was it season one when um, one of Kyle's co-workers dates Regine and he, like, lies about her and says, like, that they slept together when they really didn't sleep together? It was something like kind of like in that kind of vein, um, which is one of the like episodes I remember like vividly. Um, so, but I do think towards the end, I think she does get less like going. Like I'm trying to like think yeah, back. Yeah. I think I think towards the end, um, she does get less. And I like Reggie and just that she, I don't relate to her. Like I'm not that. I like to shop, but I don't like to shop as much as she yeah. and all that <laughs> stuff. And even like, I guess like, but I guess she was the flip side of the power hungry, you know, workaholic. Right. She was the one who had to get a man. Like yeah. she is not complete without this man and better yeah. be a rich man when it is. <laughs> right. She was looking for her millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember like a therapy episode where like her, her and Max, I think found themselves at the same Mm-hmm. kind of like relationship therapy thing and mm-hmm. the therapist lady called her an olympian someone who is looking for a man who can get the gold so that she doesn't have to or can win the race so she doesn't have to and she tries to like for a second be like i'm dating myself i'm gonna be like my mm-hmm. own person but it yeah. doesn't last for long um she really does like she she wants to find her rich man <laughs> yes and I, and I want that for her yeah. and she did didn't she get yeah. that she got her millionaire in the end yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but she did leave the show early, so um, maybe we saw that kind of gradual fading because of whatever was going on with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yes, yeah, so I think of the four women, I think she's the the one who kind of fades out a little bit more than the others. So I, I don't know if I think of her too often when I think of my fav- favorite character, but she's still cool. 
Um, I, I do think she brings that fun fashion sense to the show too. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, you mentioned Overton and Sinclair. I think like that's something iconic people f- remember from the show because it's a relationship that started season one and lasts throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's not one of those like TV relationships where they kind of bait us for a little bit and see, are they going to get together? They give it to us right away and we watch it very wholesomely develop. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are there any like particular moments that stand out to you with those two? You did mention they're like your favorite characters. Um, I think they're like, the, like they're both so innocent. Mm-hmm. So like them like going on their first date and just them just being and all and it, like him listening to Kyle and St. Clair listening to Ray and you just like don't no follow your heart do what <laughs> right. you want to do like yeah. don't do it but I also love that St. Clair had like like was she was it Beanie Babies or was it something or Trolls that she's like really addicted it was to? Trolls <laughs> yeah she had one her desk <laughs> at work yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like also like I love that for them as well um that like she wasn't just I mean of course it was a cutesy thing but she was like very addicted to it and she was very controlling over them which yes but um yeah I just it it wasn't like a certain episode I just love I just love the progression of it and I love like I said it's like two quirky people getting together Mm -hmm. who can embrace each other and they can you know, lift each other up. And it's not about the games or whatever. Cause you know, all the other one was playing all the other people were playing games and trying to like one yes. up like one up their partners and stuff like that. And they had such an equal relationship that it was nice. Yeah. Uh like even when they did fight, it, it was just clear that they had such a love and respect for each other uh the whole time through. And and they truly like loved each other for who they were. Um and that's why I do appreciate that it started so early on because they immediately like had crushes on each other early on. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Sinclair's was less forthright. So mm-hmm. as Overton was first, but um, that they just, yeah, they just, they were made for each other. Um, so yeah, I was excited to see that develop throughout the show. And so the, uh, the interesting parallel to that relationship was of course, like Max and Kyle, um, mm-hmm. who I, I mean, I know how you feel about enemies to lovers. What's interesting with them is that they, are almost like enemy lovers to lovers because <laughs> like, they they are lovers very early on in the mm-hmm. series but they're pretty much enemies throughout the series it's kind of very much like a niles and cc babcock I, I hate to keep comparing max to cc babcock but mm-hmm. it's like they're constantly looking yeah. at each other and and making fun of each other and then they end up together in the end of the series so mm-hmm. i i don't know yes. how you feel about that relationship I mean, you know me and and enemies to lovers. I feel like <laughs> it's fine. Like, like I like I like them both separately. I guess it's because I like them both separately, and and I guess I like them together. It's not like uh, I'm. I don't feel much either way. I just I'm like, yeah, of course. This is this is the trajectory that this is going in, and I'm totally fine with that um but yeah yeah I mean I think it's kind of like I don't know I think when he moves to London when Kyle moves to London I feel like that was kind of the natural end to them Mm -hmm. and I think when they bring him back in the finale in in the in the weird way that they do um I think it just almost seems superficial like it seems like they're just forcing these two characters back together 
mm-hmm. when I don't think they really belong together, especially compared next to Overton and Sinclair when you t- see two people who truly do belong together. Yeah. But yeah. What do you think of like the later seasons of the show? Um, Cause I know they introduce like a lot of new characters and it kind of turns into something else. I don't remember. Them. <laughs> I feel like in my mind, like I'm not saying that it like ended the season three, but like I'm just saying, like I don't. I know, um, seasons one, two, three way better than I know four or five. Mm-hmm. No, I agreed. Yeah. So, if that's a testament to <laughs> how those seasons were, then that's just a test. I do remember. Um, well, that was season one, right? When she gets with. With Cress Williams, when she gets with Scooter. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think she gets with him first at the end of season one, yeah, and into yeah. season two, mm-hmm. and then he comes back like season three, and then he comes back again. Yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I, I remember. I remember the thing. Um, because I used to have like a huge crush on him. Oh my god, I was like, mm. yes, yeah. Scooter is cute. Yeah, especially because um, he's tall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I do think that um I don't remember. Like I think they got like a new roommate. Like I don't remember any of that. Yeah, Trip. Trip <laughs> yeah. Is, is, he was just season five, I think. Yeah. And and it was just so interesting to have this and and that's why I'm not sure if they knew that season five was gonna be the last season. To have this last season and to suddenly be introducing all these new characters. Mm-hmm. Um Russell starts making more of an appearance and the girl who moves in to replace Kyle or something. And so it's just, it, it, it's almost a full turnover of the cast. I mean, they still have the original, but it's a lot of new characters. Um, And I think that's what too makes the, then the finale seem a bit rushed and then a bit disappointing because I don't know if we're allowed to focus on these emotional, sentimental characters with the care or moments with the characters that we've grown to love so much over the five Mm -hmm. seasons because of, the distraction of all these other elements going on um and so yeah so i'm not sure if they even knew that they were ending because it feels like they didn't it feels like a rush job um mm. in the end there but i definitely agree with you i i think of the show as seasons one through three and not so much four and five even though they had some great cameos in season four like gladys Knight is overton's mother like mm-hmm. i just like that was a great yeah. you know thing like cameo but i'm just like I don't remember. <laughs> That's probably the only thing I do remember. I mean, they had some fantastic cameos in the entire mm. series. Yeah. Like, can we like talk about that for a second? Because yeah. I mean, we had Eartha Kit. Uh, we yes. have, of course, we have all the different world stars. Which, yeah. um, obviously, like Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> like you like Kadeem Hardison. I know, but like Cree Summer, Jasmine Guy, mm. and then um, just we had a lot of sports, like sports stars from the '90s, mm-hmm. show up in the show too. Um, I think the the fact that Khadijah had the um, magazine made it was a yeah. good vehicle for a lot of guest stars to come in because mm-hmm. that was an easy storyline excuse to have them in. But a lot of like it really feels like a time capsule of the '90s when you go back to watch that show. Rosie O'Donnell, yeah, Rosie exactly. Hall, and a lot early. of them are catching them early in their careers mm-hmm. too. Will Ferrell, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's I think that's a really cool thing to see to see some of these stars, uh, younger versions of themselves and from all different areas of, of media, all different areas of entertainment, like I said, sports stars, but also TV shows, mm-hmm. TV stars at the time and, um, and older stars, like you said, Gladys Knight and Eartha Kitt too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really like a, you never knew who you were going to get. 
Uh, so that was fantastic. I mean, that added on to the fact that the cast itself is a, is is a bunch yeah. of like st- huge stars that we have now um, and recognizable stars. It really does feel like you're seeing kind of this scrapbook of these older, these huge stars when they were younger, um, yeah. which is really fun. Which like I kind of miss, you know, but I feel like, and this is just, I guess, network, like a network system versus what we have now is that we only have four networks. Of course, you're going to, of course, all the, like, all the, like, really big Black people are going to go on the one, you know, especially this is what, 1990, like, when it first started, they were getting people out the gate. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was because at that time was, did, um, I don't know when Fresh Prince started, but I feel like Fresh Prince was probably right near there as well. Yeah, like, Fresh Prince was like 1991. Like it was a little bit earlier. Yeah, so I feel like it was like it like a different world closed and then these like show like two shows emerged mm-hmm. and then like so they like got to do a lot more things and I'm not mad at it. I loved it. And it also made that's what also made the show feel yes, it feels more 90s because of course these are all 90s stars, but it also makes it feel like I said, lived in, like you could see them in the world where yeah. I feel like some other shows is very much isolated. Um, and like, you could tell they live in Brooklyn. They, you know, they talk about yeah. it a lot. You see things, you can see like, you know, the black influences of where they live. They lived in Prospect Heights. And so, um, yeah, they lived in Prospect Heights. I would tell them, it was like, Heights, right? Yes, I would tell to make sure I remember. I am from Brooklyn, so I was doing it in my mind, but... Um, oh, yeah. This is your home borough. <laughs> yes, this is my home borough. I did live far far from here, but, yeah. it, but it was just nice to see it, and I feel like other... And it also feel like they also have other people, and this is going towards some of the other shows that Living Single aspired mm-hmm. and what they couldn't capture is that they had, yes, they had a lot of people dominated Black people because it was a show geared towards Black people, but they had people of all races yeah. because they lived in New York City. And I feel like some other shows, you know, that came after this and all, or was inspired by Living Single did not. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's like, you live in New York City, how can you, not, like, how you only have, like, one or two black cast you know you know regular guests and stuff like that like it's confusing to me I'm I'm confused and um especially especially if you're living like poorly like you live Mm -hmm. poorly like you're not living rich in high life you know what I mean so it's like if you're living in like the not the poor area but like you don't have any like no Hispanics no blacks no anybody like I'm confused but um but I think that's what makes Living Single special. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that no, does, it definitely it, it, does like capture the capture the city a little bit better than like like you said shows that it maybe inspired, um, which we can talk about more. Uh, but I do appreciate how they and like you said too, it feels lived in. Like you really see you see their workplaces, you see them go to places throughout the city. You know, there's an episode of them like saving a local jazz club and mm-hmm. stuff. So you really do see them. Um, trying to capture the city and 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 properly covering the covering the racial demographics is part of that and like to just the diverse like you know you also see that influence of immigrants that's that's Mm. very that's new york city i mean new york Mm -hmm. city is a haven for people coming to america because that's one of the biggest cities we have 
And so, you know, like, like Russell is, isn't Russell Jamaican? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, just that level of diversity that we do not see in in other Mm -hmm. shows that take place in the same location. Speaking of which, this show inspired a lot of shows, including Friends. (laughs) Which is crazy because like, Friends came out of four 11 months and also by Warner Brothers. So like, they knew about, like, this is not like, because, like, some people always, like, well, on the interwebs, on the interwebs, they're like, no, it was just, you know, it happened to be, like, it's a classic trope, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. about six people living, t- you know, near each other and stuff like that. I'm like, no, these were produced by the same <laughs> production company. They knew about it. Yeah. And one heavily, pro- heavily pushed one over the other. And why you think the one that got pushed would got pushed and not the one that did not get pushed. Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> and and it also was on two separate networks too. Um, because Friends was on NBC and and Livingston was on Fox. Yeah. So um, they you know can be you know pushed in that way. Unlike if they were both on the same network, they would kind mm. of like try to work you know work it out or whatever. But yeah, this show Friends is a. It, you ever like you know how you plagiarize and you try to change just enough so it doesn't go through the well i don't plagiarize yeah you try to change just enough of like the text so it doesn't you know right so you get the gist but not you know yeah so like instead of this many friends, we're gonna have this many friends. Even though like yes, living single is four women, but then they have the two guys. Yeah, they have Kyle and Overton. They are a group of six. Yeah. So like they kept the same number really. And like it isn't isn't friends also in Brooklyn? No, they're in Manhattan. They're- okay, they're in Manhattan, but still mm-hmm. like New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, From- just inc- like they're living in the same apartment building as their friends across the hall from um yeah. they're guy friends so yeah it's very identical um and not even it's not even i don't think a secret that it was inspired by living single no oh. because david schwimmer i remember on he did an interview and he said i would love like when he's like oh you ever think like friends will come back and he was like i would love a diverse cast of friends they're like it already is one it's called living single right like, even for you <laughs> I'm not saying that he needed to know that. I mean, of course, he should have known that it was all the same time as you were on. But um, I think, you know, this is this is a prime example that when something is not centering white people, they cast it aside. Because this is, like, not the same exact show. Because, you know, the magazine played a really big part um, in the... Um, in the show and stuff like that, which is why they could bring off all those um, guest stars and things like that we mentioned before. So there are tweaks, but yeah, like it's just, yeah, I, just, I it's one of those things where I don't like friends. And so it gets really bad because I'm like, I love Living Single and I don't like friends and I'm yeah. mad, which we're going to talk about more. I, 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 this is, this is where I get off my my right. friends hating you know save so it all off. for our friends episode yes um <laughs> which we are doing so you know I would, you know get off of it but yeah it's just and, and it's not just friends too sex in the city was a little yeah. bit inspired um and girlfriends and girl 
yeah talk about a show <laughs> which is a good show, <laughs> talk um, about a show. But also and and like and i and i'm not sure if we have it on the schedule yet but i'd really love to do an episode on girlfriends um mm-hmm. but there is a bit of a difference with this in girlfriends you see that kind of like mirror of four friends and four friends but i will say i think the characters and girlfriends are a little bit more a little bit less tolerable sometimes um, yeah. and their friendships are more strained i feel like in girl or in living single they do have their fights but like I, I think their friendships seem more authentic mm-hmm. in this one, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so it inspired a lot of shows. I mean, in, in many ways it, it pioneered this show format of a group of friends in their twenties living in the city mm-hmm. and going through relationships and work problems um, of uh, kind of veering away from the family sitcom uh, that we've seen that we saw a lot in the nineties and eighties. But mm-hmm. I, I don't like how, you know, people credit, friends for their they say oh friends was so popular because it, it created this new format but it really didn't no um and i do wish living single got more credit for for doing what it did and, and inspiring many shows to follow that same format i love queen latifah and everything that she does and <laughs> yeah <laughs> like queen latifah is a superstar right um, how dare they how dare they <laughs> how dare they uh she didn't i know though that like the living single did like a reunion special mm-hmm. and i think queen latifah is the one person who wasn't <gasps> what yeah <laughs> i don't know why maybe she had a she probably had a, honestly like knowing her i mean knowing her as if i'm friends with her yeah they weren't uh, like, available yeah she probably had like another thing going on because i doubt i don't think there's any drama like i doubt she would just not do it for that i'm yeah. sure she was just shooting a movie or something um mm-hmm. not to say like she's a bigger star than the others but I think her being like a movie star, I think made mm. her schedule a bit more difficult, but cause we all know they're all stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. But every time I see Sinclair, I cannot help but think of spirits mom from one-on-one. <laughs> I cannot get yes. away from that. In, <laughs> Especially in later the same seasons. It's yeah. the same energy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Which is another show we need to do. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. One on one is one of my favorite shows. Yes. Um, um, but great. yeah, so it, it, she does have the same energy, especially like I think to what I really love about this show is that you can visibly see from season one to season five um, how much and I, and we got we got this in a different world too. Um, I, I I think we may have talked about this in a different world. The characters visibly mature. They mm-hmm. they change their style. They you can see they have gotten older the way they carry themselves the way they act their personalities you can see their growth um and sinclair was a, a shining example of that i mean who she is in season five compared to who she was in season four kind of she was that kind of like ditzy assistant who really didn't know what she wanted out of life and mm-hmm. then to see her grow into this very um more confident someone who's going after mm-hmm. their dreams um and to see her style change to see all of their styles change as they grew i mean they they become they come into themselves more mm-hmm. and it feels like that arch of as someone in my 20s seeing that it feels mm-hmm. like that arch of your 20s that kind mm-hmm. of not really knowing what you want out of life and then growing into more the life that you mm-hmm. see for yourself and you can see that in them but yeah but Sinclair in season five like that is spirit's mom in one-on-one <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, do you so, go ahead you might have been asking what I was about to ask. Yes. 
<laughs> um, so reboot, do you think it will, do you think it's possible? Do you think there's, there's talk or interest of a reboot of the show? You know, what show really remind like a modern show that really reminds me of girlfriends mm-hmm. or as, as a much of a modern take on girlfriends is insecure. Um, okay. I think, I mean, of course it's different. It wasn't expired by, you know, living single, but um, of course, Insecure has a little bit more of a dramatic take. Like it's still a very funny show, but still more of a dramedy than it is a strict comedy with serious undertones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I think out of all the shows, I think Living Single of I think Insecure is probably like like if they are gonna do a Living Single reboot, I think it will be like Insecure. Okay. Do you want like a living single reboot? Would you be interested? Well, okay. So would we be interested in a sequel or a reimagining? Because I think it's, I mean, I honestly like, I want to see, especially because I do feel like, I feel like I was left with so many questions with the finale because the finale, like, I mean, we don't have to, I guess, necessarily spoil everything about the series for all of our listeners, but just like, there were so many, I feel like very quick, decisions Mm -hmm. and so many kind of loose ends that I'd love to see what happened with those Mm storylines you know I'd love to see Max and Kyle and their new addition to the family um and I'd love to see like what ended up happening with Khadija and um Scooter so Mm -hmm. I'd love to see a bit of a sequel I mean maybe maybe even just like a movie comeback but a sequel I'd be interested in not just a reimagining it could also just be like about flavor like it could just be yeah. about the magazine. And so we see a lot of the characters come back. Um, so like Queen Latifah has a probably has the most role, and maybe Sinclair, she has a bigger, you know, if she decides to have a bigger role within the company. Um, which but then we can get sprinkles of everybody in there. So we can mm-hmm. have a fresh cast, but also past members can come in when they want to. Yeah. If we want to have the best of both worlds. Or I think it would be great as like a movie, maybe. I don't know if they have enough content for like a like a total, maybe like a or like a six episode mini series, like yeah, limited series. I don't. I think the problem with reboots is that, especially when they come back, it's like you answered all my questions. Unless you're doing something new, but with Yvette Lee Browser, I think she can, you know, make that. A thing because I feel like we don't see a lot of content about how that was like almost like 25 years ago. Like, you know, so, you know, they were probably like in their 50s or at least, yeah, 50s. Yeah, like yeah. 50, like mid 50s, even maybe even some are like in their 60s. And we don't really get to see a lot of that for women especially black women so that would be great to see a show about living in that time because that's yeah. another because they could have kids they already had kids you know and stuff like that and having that transition I think that would be um a show that we don't get to see a lot yeah and I would like to see it like you know give me a, go- them, give me a golden girls with living yeah characters. oh my god oh my god <laughs> yes. yes I mean and like you said too like and that would be like having a show centered around older black women, like mm-hmm. like 50, 60 year olds, like a group of older black women. I don't know if that's something we've seen before on TV. No. Um, 
so yeah give me a golden girls with living single characters for sure (laughs) so they're they're empty nesters so they decided to come back and live together because all their kids are gone and you know they're bored (laughs) maybe overton died so sinclair I mean, you have to come up with a reason why Sinclair wouldn't be with Overton. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't like this plan anymore. No me gusta. I mean, or, okay, maybe Overton and Sinclair live across the hall. It would be nice. It would be fun to see, like, an old, like, uh, a grumpy grandpa Overton. (laughs) Get uh, get off my lawn Overton would be very cute. And so maybe they have, like, Overton and Sinclair maybe has some have some grandkids too. Like yeah. maybe they have a family that visits them. And then like, well, I don't want to turn then like Khadija and like Max into spinsters or whatever. Well, I guess Max would have Kyle, but they all have someone. That's the thing. So it's like, how do then we create the story where they're all back together and not like I mean, with their own families doing their own stuff? TV magic. TV magic. TV we'll magic. Figure it out. But I, now I want this Golden Girls living single <laughs> combined show. I need it. Um, or just, this is just a, a thing that we need more shows about older women. Yeah. Of all, like, Grace and Frankie. I love Grace and I, I Frankie like, is fantastic. I would love to see a Grace yeah. and Frankie. If it's not with the living single characters. But I think all, Grace and Frankie would also be very funny with <laughs> yeah but also just with older black women or you know i would love to see that yeah absolutely i see you in my mind (laughs) wow another golden idea for the netflix producers (laughs) if anyone's listening (laughs) hire us hire us we are normal people who know what the people want we know what they want yes we've got our finger on the pulse So Grace and Frankie just ended. So you need you need something to fill that slot. Yeah. So people want the old elderly take, the elderly perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who needs all these 20-somethings and high schoolers? Like, like it, let's get let's get the old look, look at the golden years. So what then? So let's imagine if it is a sequel, what would the reboot look like? Like, I know we kind of briefly mentioned like the possibility of them all coming back together but do you think everyone would still be with who they ended up with do you think um who who had kids and who didn't what do you think definitely Overton and Sinclair had kids mm-hmm. um I feel like Kyle and Maxine are divorced oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent but they have a child who, and they have like a very interesting divorce. Yeah, they, they probably occasionally spend yeah. a night or two yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their kid, like their kid, probably feels the pressure of being a lawyer, but they don't want to be a lawyer. Like I can feel like that yeah. could definitely be a, a um, a like a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and 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 um, I think Khadija. I feel like she might have kids or she might not, or she might be like the cool aunt that they all come to. Yeah. Cause she probably still works at flavor or at least like oversees it, you know? So she knows she's hip with the times. Yeah. And so, so she's probably like, now I don't want to make her a Spencer, but like, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, Regina, I mean, why can I say Regina? Regina probably has, um, 
maybe one child that she like spoiled to death yeah <laughs> but is maybe not the most like emotionally attached mother yeah um mm-hmm. like is happy to like pay for private school yeah and all these nice outfits and stuff and go shopping with them but like when they have a problem it's kind of like okay mm, go, to, <laughs> go to auntie khadijah yeah go to auntie khadijah <laughs> um no that would be good so do you think khadijah and scooter would would be married one of them has to be single because we got to see somebody date <laughs> so i don't know who's gonna be the dating one <laughs> well i think I max could get back into the dating yeah. with her and she would have to like figure out how to separate herself from this little thing she's got with kyle mm-hmm. and yeah. and get back out there um, i feel like kyle would get like like a 30 something year old like maybe not too young but yeah. still young and they're like mm, we don't like it <laughs> like you know like like someone like in their 30s and they're like you were 20 years old when she was four oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, like something like that but i don't think she out I, I don't think they would go too young but maybe they might like he might get like a 20 year old one year old or something yeah and maybe they might like maybe at the end of the season when they think they they, they want to try to make it work again but then it does not work out like yeah <laughs> they will be forever the will they won't they um <laughs> but yeah maxine could be the one who goes out on dates i don't I, yeah no yeah i mean i think i guess scooter i mean like i feel like he always came and then something always happened. Yeah. And I don't know, know because it was just the actor or that's just what the, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't Maybe think he's their the one who died. Maybe he's the one who died. Uh, Scooter, you're going to kill Scooter? <laughs> I, I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, if if, if someone I has love, to go. Yeah, if someone yeah. has to go, you know. I mean, I'd kill Regine's husband. Who Who cares about him? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's where her money comes from. Though. Right. Oh, well, well, that could be it. Maybe that's maybe she that's has to what move happens. back in with Khadijah because her husband has died. Yeah, but maybe she got a big settlement settlement because oh. he was rich, and Khadijah moves in with her to help her to take help care her. of her kid. Yes, yes, like a full house moment. Yes! <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. I could totally see like Regine like buying like a big plot of land and yeah, like, we're all living here. And maybe Kyle moves back to London, mm-hmm. so Max has to take their child and moves in with them too. Well, then all their kids are probably grown by now. True, like, yeah, because they've been, been like sixties. <laughs> so then their children are like, I don't, we don't know what to do with you guys. You can't live alone. So they're like, well, we'll just live together. Yeah, yeah, love it. I love that for them. I mean, I think it's the perfect one to bring back. I know we've we've been talking in our 90s shows uh, of like the kind of desire for a, a lighthearted kind of mm-hmm. sitcom that also does mm-hmm. have its emotional moments because Living yeah. Single definitely did have its moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a lighthearted sitcom back injected back into this era of the drama. Um, and I think this is a good one to pull back because like we said, it really doesn't have any intolerable characters. The characters are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the relationships were great. Like fans loved this show. Fans mm-hmm. loved this show, especially in the fourth season. Like it had such a hype. Um, I so will say that the, back. the oldest person, like out of the four main women, the oldest is sixty. So maybe not our Golden Girls that we were thinking about. In Golden Girls, they were like 55, 60. What? Yeah. No, in the no. show, their characters were fifty-five and sixty. So Sophia was seventy; like she was yeah. like the old one. 
So it's what? possible. What? I didn't see this is what happens when you watch a show past its prime. <laughs> I was like, they were old. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. 80. <laughs> like ancient. I at least thought they were at least I at least they're mid-60s, early. What? I mean, I think like I think I think Rose is the youngest, obviously. And I think she's late 50s. And then I okay. think B. Arthur is like 63. Wow. That's what happened. Which kind of makes sense. Like that is old. I think I just like when I just think I guess I assumed 80s. Well, they were, I'm not saying like, because you know, 70 rows and stuff can still, you know, do all that stuff, but they were getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> they were dating. Oh they yeah. Were. They were but- dating. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe something like um remember rose had was getting in with that guy he died of a heart attack <laughs> maybe that's gonna happen i don't want this to happen in my show I, I take that back take that back take that back but um but yes oh yeah yeah i i see it i see the vision yeah. i see the vision i i love it yeah and i i'm excited for it i think this is the first uh, show we've talked about in a while that like i'm actually like excited about the reboot if, if it mm-hmm. ever comes like i really think this could make it, it could open the doors for a, a whole uh, new reintroduction to shows about old people. Mm-hmm. Older like, people. like you said, Grace, Grace and Frankie did, did that. And people love Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. But Grace and Frankie ended. So there's that. That's missing now again from the, mm-hmm. from the media. Old yes. people. <laughs> that's the key. That's the key. We love to see them. So um, mm-hmm. as... A fan of the show, Ty, I thought I could real quick quiz you on a couple of the things about the characters. And so what I've got is I've got some facts. I've got a list of facts, a list of things, descriptions, and I need you to tell me which of the four women it applies to. Now, it's actually, it's pretty easy, but I think like, um, I tried not to make it too challenging because I was like, well, I don't know. It's kind of like what we talked about previous shows like Fresh Prince and The Nanny where it's like mm-hmm. these kind of sitcom shows, it can be difficult to remember specific storylines because it was just like a new kind of thing, funny situation mm-hmm. every episode. So it's really hard mm-hmm. to remember some, some of the more specific stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna kind of like, you know, wh- where certain characters ended up mm-hmm. and like what their kind of thing was. So we'll mm-hmm. see if you can remember the differences between the four women. Yeah, I don't want to be the first person to do bad on a quiz. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I did. Well, if we count the Greek quiz, yeah, I did you- pretty poorly <laughs> on that. But this would be so if you did bad on this, this would be the first time someone did bad on like a trivia quiz for a show. Yeah, I don't think you'll do bad on this, though. I think because okay. the thing is, like, I kind of made this from memory. Mm-hmm. So if I made it from my memory okay. <laughs> on the show, okay. I think you'll be OK. All yeah. right. So the first one is. Gets drunk and sleeps with Kyle. Max. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, because she like gets like laid off mm-hmm. from her job or something. Yeah. Uh, leaves for Rio in the season finale on a whim. Is that Khadija? It is Khadija. Yeah. Scooter like, comes back and yeah. she's like, she just grabs her purse and she's like, I'm going to Rio. That's yeah. it. Like, Fade to black. Okay. Like, it's like, whoa. And I guess it's supposed to show her growth. Like, she's kind of, like, learning to, like, live life. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it is a it is a very spur-of-the-moment decision. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Mary's a handyman. 
Miss St. Clair. <laughs> All right. Um, runs a magazine called Flavor. Yes, Khadija. Known for her fashion sense and wears a different wig in every episode. Is it really a different wig? It's in a every different ep- wig in every episode. Iconic. Regine is iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's if she has you. that whole like um closet thingy. Well, yeah, but I was yeah. gonna say she has that episode with Kyle where he's like, mm. I think his like work, the people at his work told him to like change his hair because it wasn't like professional. Um, and she has this whole thing where like she's talking to him about wigs and like how she uses her wigs and like and like letting him try on different <laughs> wigs and stuff. And so yeah, like it's that's her thing. Um, and it is interesting to like it, to watch that through the episodes to see her change her style every episode is really mm-hmm. fun. Um, worked as a clown. Sinclair. Sinclair, very good. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> um, and the cool thing is, like, all, all four women are so very different. It's kind yeah. of like, yeah. Is pregnant in the finale. Max. Mm-hmm. With Kyle's sperm. Yes. You and just ruined the finale, though. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you were like, you, you was like, oh, I'm not going to ruin the finale. And then Spoiler. Two. I think fans know by now listening to this podcast that we spoil this yes, show. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, all right, played basketball in high school. Overton. Oh, oh one of the four women. Yeah. Oh, um, Khadija. Khadija, yeah. She has that episode where like her yeah. rival, yeah. <gasps> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Who had a friend from college who was gay, and they found out years later. And they were upset that the friend didn't tell them at the time. Is this Sinclair? No. No, Max. It's Max. Very good. Very good. Who rekindles a relationship with a childhood friend? Oh my God, Khadija. That is sweet, though, when he's like, She's like, but all of, like, why suddenly now? He's like, it's not just now. It's like, this is feelings I've had since yeah, we were kids. I know. Like, like, yeah, oh, I love I, a good, like, childhood friends to lovers kind of you thing. Do, oh, my like, God. You know how much I love for friends to lovers. <laughs> and we're both with hot people. We love it. We stay <laughs> hot people being together. Oh, all right. The next one is dated or was dating a married man in the pilot. Regine. Very good. Yeah, she's always dating men. She doesn't need to be dating. <laughs> um, who ran for city council? Max. Very good. All right, this might be a tough one. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, so in the second season, I think. Okay. I don't know. In one of the seasons, maybe it was the fourth, actually. In one of the seasons, a new tenant moves into their building, and he's very attractive. And they do, the show did a two-episode arc where the three women, because not Sinclair, because she was already with Overton, mm-hmm. th- the three women competed for this man's attention. His name was Hamilton. They competed for him. It was a two-episode arc. And the show actually did something where f- fans around the country could call in and vote on which what? of the three women would end okay. up with Hamilton would get the date, would win the date with Hamilton. So which women, woman won which that Which is a movie. Vote? I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know that. Win a date with Todd or Ted Hamilton? With 
Oh in- yeah, I actually did know that. <laughs> now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, I didn't know that you say it like that. Uh, well, that's so funny. So because which- Hamilton with Morris Chestnut, who does not? See, Morris Chestnut is attractive. Okay, <laughs> like can we talk about that? But we don't have to talk about that. But yes, um, who who do you think would be a fan favorite? That's the thing of between Max, Regine, and Khadija. <laughs> I feel like I. Why do I not remember this happened in season one? Right? Did it happen in season one? I feel like it happened later because I feel like it was when the show was was at kind of its more popular point because fans were like calling mm. in, like it was a thing. Mm. I can see. See when it happened. It was early though. It wasn't season four. This was definitely either one or two. Um. Yeah, because it is like way before like Sinclair and Overton get married. Yeah. Oh my. I'm going to guess I'm, I might get this wrong because I I remember Morris Chestnut and I remember the whole thing, but I do not remember who actually gets with him. I'm going to say Khadija. It is Khadija. Yay! And the date is like a total disaster. Like it does yes. not go well. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, I do. I don't even remember. I do. I did not. Maybe in my read, like when I was binging it for this, for this podcast i don't think i watched that episode yeah because i do not remember that but i should have remembered that before but it is season one you are right it's season mm-hmm. one episode 18 and then 19 because it is a two episode thing yeah. and it says the date was ultimately a bust and khadija was sure to lay the blame squarely on the shoulders of the viewing audience um so <laughs> the yeah it was a it was a cool thing with like fan engagement um, mm-hmm. It really was interesting that they did that. And that's, I think, something that really, like, only 90 shows really did. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you're 100% right now. The last mm-hmm. one that I have for you. I don't even remember, um, which I came on going off tangent, but my last tangent, I promise. Good luck, Charlie, when they had the fourth child. Oh, they, yeah, they like, asked what a- to name it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> In our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, the last one. This character, and this was, I think, revealed in a fourth season flashback. Mm-hmm. This character dated Kyle in the past before the show takes place. Regine. Yeah. Nice. Well, you know, you know you're living single characters. You got them. Because that was oh. 100%. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, that was 100%. <laughs> look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, like, like, like I said, it's it's, and I'm sure I don't know if you feel this way, but it's just like the characters, they have their Maybe persona, just, like they have mm-hmm. their very defined traits, they have their mm-hmm. very defined stories, and, and it's kind of easy to just think about, like, okay, who that who would that make sense for? Yeah, um, and it's such a a testament to the show that that we have such defined visions of the characters, even even now in the in 2020, yeah, or 2022. But well, cool, you're a true fan. Yay! Now we'll see if you can do this well on next week. Oh, I. <laughs> oh yes, like if I, if I don't get like an eighty-five or higher on the next week's quiz, I think I need to get that card revoked. Like I can't say All it's right. my favorite movie. I'll have anymore. to make it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's next week. Yes. Um. Well, do you have anything? Uh, any other thoughts about living single? Even if we cannot do the living single retirement, I need a show about, I just need a black or just a more multiracial, doesn't have to just be black, but more multiracial Golden Girls. 
I think oh, I yeah. need that in my system. Yeah. <laughs> so I, even if it can't be with living single, I will take it with anybody. I think that itself is like a golden I a golden ticket idea. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why that's never occurred to me before. Um, but like especially yeah. since like not to say this as a bad thing, but all of them, you know, have moved on. They have went through the pearly mm-hmm. gates. I think this let's give it some more time. Like maybe like in the next five years, I think we can and people won't feel too attached. Like, I feel like people yeah. are very attached, but also, like, since none of them are alive anymore, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know people Recipe might- Recipe like, to all of them. <laughs> people might as- immediately see a show about four older women and be like, this is desecrating the name of Golden Girls. Like, yeah. Golden Girls is what it was. But it's like, I think we can move into, I think it would be a uh, almost an honor to the to the four original Golden Girls Mm-hmm. to open because that's what they want to do open the doors to shows that centered more around older women yeah. um like more shows that did that mm-hmm. so yeah i could see some people being like well nothing will ever be golden girls but it's like it's not trying to be golden girls it's mm-hmm. inspired by the idea of having a show centered on older women yeah but but yeah no i think that would be a, that would be a cool form for a living single reboot to take um but like you said even if it wasn't a living single reboot i think that's just a good idea um for sure mm-hmm yeah cool well i'm i will be waiting at the uh on the on the twitter tag for living single <laughs> ever see if a living single reboot is talked about but i think i think it's something that we could possibly see it was a popular show the the original people um i think would be available to do it so we'll see mm-hmm. cool. yes well like we said that next week listeners we've got clueless we're doing our first movie I love this movie so much. <laughs> and what it's it's no, there's no better movie to do. It's a perfect 90s movie. Yes, yes. I am very excited. <laughs> and it was it came out the same year that we were born. I know. Yeah. yeah. It is as old as we are. Yeah. How many Literally. times, Ty, would you say you've seen it? I know you were about to say that it was your childhood favorite. It is my childhood favorite. Um, I have a trifecta of a white girl movies um <laughs> and as mean girls bring it on and coolest i've probably seen all of them maybe a hundred times especially coolest because it was on netflix for a really long time and now it's on hbo max but yeah i think it's probably seen i could probably quote that movie like give me a line i could probably start <laughs> from there i'm not gonna do it now but i think i like if you can i think i can like I could definitely do it with Mean Girls, but I think I could also do it with Coolest as well. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Well, it'll be a weird contrast because I will have seen Clueless for the first time. I uh, know! When we talk about ah, it next I week, so. wait. <laughs> See yeah. you guys next week. All right. Looking forward to it. Bye. Bye.